What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Canteen and Corner podcast. Thank you for tuning in to us. As always, grab yourself a nice drink, get comfortable, get cozy. We're getting into another reaction slash review here of the finale of the Loki series on Disney Plus, something that we've been very, very excited to cover. And this last episode, I, I know I always say it every time, and I know probably people fucking think it's stupid, but every episode is better than the last. And this one was phenomenal. Yeah. I say it every time, but this one was <clears throat> fucking phenomenal. And I, and, we, and I will explain, and we will explain why this was phenomenal. I know I always say that, but we will go into detail as to why this is such a fucking huge deal for everything coming out in Marvel. Um, but before we get into that, uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page as you're watching this here on YouTube. Make sure you hit that bell notification. Hit all notifications so that you can make sure that every time we, we make a video live or post a video that you're in the loop so that you can see it first before anybody else. And also, if you can, please follow us on our social medias on Twitter and Facebook at Cantina Corner. And we would greatly appreciate that so we can get your feedback and hear everything that you love about the show. Or if you don't love the show, whatever it is, I don't care. We just want to hear from you and uh, we will go from there. But what's up, gentlemen? How are you boys doing? My co-host here, Cody and Nick. What's up, boys? Doing good. John. Co-host Adam. <laughs> co-host Adam. Is that is that how we're doing? <laughs> I like it. I like when you did it. So I was like, I'm gonna do this back. But it's real official, you know. Was it like space coast, coast to coast, like co-host to co-host? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yep. Well, I like that. But um, so we had the season finale of Loki, episode six on Disney Plus, the finale of what obviously we're going to des describe, you know, we'll obviously say, you know, in the end that there's a season two, which we'll talk about in the end of this episode um, from the after credit scene. But this was the first finale of the first season of Loki. As always, what was your one to 10 scale on what you thought of this episode or the series as a whole, depending on how you want to rate it? I'll go series as a whole. I'm still going to put it like a nine to 10. I think it was it was just great. It was so okay. good. It was I think it was a great character to do it on, especially for somebody like me who doesn't know the whole Marvel universe that good, but knows like just Loki from you know outside of the Marvel universe, you know from like Norse mythology and stuff like that. He's mm -hmm. kind of always been that allure since I was little and stuff. So I thought it was awesome series. Okay, well if it was a nine out of ten, what was the thing that made it a nine out of ten for you? Like what was the one thing you can pull from it? I love the the subject matter it dealt with the whole time. Okay. Just like it makes you think about the purpose and meaning of life if there is one, it makes you just think about it. I feel like a lot of people get so caught up in the day-to-day -day bullshit of everything going on and just like, you know, just and it's easy to it's life, but I like the subject matter it dealt with probably the most out of it. I think that's what made every episode too like wanting wanting more once it ended i just like it really makes you think about stuff and just it was it was just a great show i really enjoyed it a lot yeah for sure what about you cody what it's was terrible. your rating <laughs> always is fucking it's terrible. terrible every time it's terrible <laughs> my rating as a whole is 10 really a 10 yeah. out of 10 i mean from what we've seen from marvel so far it was way better than the other two shows well, yeah, if you're looking at the Disney Plus shows, obviously out of the two that they put before this, I would agree with you. This is this is the best. Yeah, 
by far i mean writing characters everything mm-hmm. massively better than the other two i really i really wanted when the door was opening for the he the who is last or whatever no the one that the door opened he after who that remains, he who remains well, they never said his actual name in there, right? I didn't catch they it at did. all. He they did. He who remains. That's a character. Okay, but that's... Oh, okay. So that's just like... Yeah, I got gotcha. Yeah, they used that, and then they said, like, you know, he was like, oh, you know, I'm called this, this, and this, but, like, he who remains yeah. is the one that they prefaced. I just didn't know if they were, if they were, you know, there's a more official name than that, but if that's... There is. We'll, it, then I'll, that I'll is. break it down for you. All right. But I was hoping, just, just because I thought it'd be hilarious that when that door opened, it was just Mobius, and he's just like, wow. <laughs> and then that's it. Wow. <laughs> You thought that's where we were going to get our first, like, wow. I was just hoping because of that. I was like, this would be hilarious right here. You guys made it. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been dope. Honestly, before that door opened, I thought I was like, it could be another Loki, like another Loki variant. Uh, It could be Mobius. It could be fucking, you know, Renslayer or like something along those lines. That's what I was thinking. And if it wasn't one of those, I was thinking it was going to be something really big that I... You know, being a personal, uh, you know, mainstream Marvel fan, I, I won't lie. I haven't read a lot of the comics. I know like a little bit as far as like the backstory of some, but like I, like Cody always brings up stuff, and then I'm like, I have no I fucking idea like who that is. Like you know, I don't know that deep into the lore. But I was like, it's either going to be someone from the show or it's going to be someone from left field that I have no idea. That once they show it, I'd be like, oh, you know, and and that's kind of where I was with like that whole scene. Um. But I want to get your guys' opinion because obviously when the show started, you know, we kind of got that whole intro where it showed like it didn't show, but you get the audio of all the different stuff that happened in Marvel. You know, the Wakanda forever, you get Thor, you get, you know, all those different tidbits kind of showing like that whole span of the sacred timeline, you know, all the different like fast forwards of everything that we've seen, every movie that we've seen. And I, you know, when, when it kicked off like that, I was like, oh shit, like, where are we about to go? Like, what are they about to show us? Which was really cool because it was kind of like a fast forward of like, whoop, like start to finish. And then we're bringing it back to this. I, I thought it was a good flashback uh, to that, which was really cool. They did that stylistically, which was really well done. Um, it was the best intro on any Marvel thing ever. Yeah. Like Movies, just, anything. It was the best like intro. It, it honestly gave me goosebumps. Because when I kicked it on this morning and I watched it, first thing I had to roll out of bed, I mean, God damn it, that was the first thing I was putting on was this fucking show. And I heard all that. I was like, oh, oh, it's happening. Like, <laughs> what's happening? Like, I just went down like memory lane, like within like five seconds. It was great. Yeah. Um, so it was really cool to hear that. And then when they kicked it off and, you know, they show them walking up to the door and they're doing the whole bit, you know, like. You see Sylvie sitting there and she's like, you know, just give me a minute. Like, I've been waiting my entire fucking life for this. Like, let me prep for this moment. And you're like, we've only been here with them for, you know, six episodes up to this point. But even though we've been there for six episodes, like you felt her struggle on like, this has been her entire existence since she was a child, that this was the point that she wanted to get to. So the fact that she didn't want to just burst into that door, you almost felt like me personally, I felt that anxiety where it was like, I feel like I would be like that at that point, you know, like this is all you've worked towards. And now that you have it, you're like, let me compose myself. Let me make this like exactly what I want it to be. And I felt that the acting and the writing to like set up that moment was fantastic. I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I'd agree. The way they made the characters 
that to give you that kind of connection with them throughout the series because yeah it is only six episodes but you did feel like everything they were going through like you got their perspectives and everything even even the dude at the end when he was sitting there explaining why he was doing everything like you even at first you're like oh this is just some asshole like you know like mobius was saying controlling everybody's free will and stuff like that but as he's going through the story and talking about why he was doing what he was doing a certain part of you is like Okay, I can kind of agree with this and see what he's saying. Like, I get it. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think yeah, in that regard they did a great job. That's what Marvel's always done well. They make you sympathize with the the villain. So I don't even like Thanos, perfect example. You understood his thought process. You know, getting if you got rid of half the population, the planet would thrive. Mm-hmm. But you can't just get rid of half the population, you know what I mean? <laughs> so They've always done that, and I don't. I think it's a great, it's a great setup for a character that I think is going to be the Thanos threat pretty much throughout all Phase Four. This guy in particular, you're saying, is well, going to be died, possibly set up like that. He died in that, like in that timeline, because that as version as, of him died. And whatever, and then or yeah, that version of him. He who remains died. So he who remains is like an old, old character, and he is like the person who set up the TVA. But mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy, the actor who played that character, I really like how they spun this. So that actor is signed on for the Ant Man movie that's coming out. I think next year. Yeah, I think it's next year. Um, to play Kang the Conqueror in the Quantum Verse. Okay. Quantum mania. That's what it's called. So people like right right away when I saw him, I was like, oh shit. They're like, they're just gonna flat out just be like, here he is. But they spun it in a way where, okay, it is him. He's technically a different character, because it's a different version of Kang. So he's a variant of Kang. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it seemed like killing him, now all these other Kangs can travel through time and take over this timeline and this multiverse. So is that why he gets the moniker, the conqueror because yes. of that reason? Okay. That's why he says like, I've been known as many things that people have called me a conqueror and all that stuff, a d- devourer of worlds or whatever, which was kind of, I was kind of like thrown off by that. Cause that's kind of like, huh, I was thinking of Galactus, but I don't know if that was just like an Easter egg, but that's totally irrelevant right now. Um, but I really like how they set that up because now you can have like in the Ant-Man movie, you could have them defeat Kang, but you know, there could be another Kang coming right after that. It's going to be interesting to see like where he slides in. Like, is he involved in the Spider-Man movie? Is he involved in Dr. Strange multiverse of madness? Is it all just going out of control? And we're going to see these movies from a different point of view in the multiverse going out of control. So it's, it's set up really nicely to be fucking chaotic, which is beautiful. And and that's honestly what makes it really exciting for me because, you know, when he, you know, in the episode said, you know, we, we, we broke the threshold, like, you know, saying like, I don't know what's going to happen after this point, because this is the point that I knew. And like everything that happens when, you know, the two Lokis, you know, Sylvie and Loki were fighting, he, you know, there was a reason he was like sitting there in his seat so excited because he had no idea what was going to happen. 
you know, it's like, we don't know what's going to go forward. And when you see it all branch off after, you know, she kills him, which honestly, I, I was kind of angry watching her go through that whole process. And you see how much Loki has grown in these past six episodes to like realize like, look, and he even says it in that one line he says where he was like, this is bigger than you and my experience. Like our experiences with all of this, there's a bigger picture. Like you need to like see what's going on. Like, yes, we have had our hardships because of this said situation, but we need to think like bigger than just our feelings on what we fucking experience. And she couldn't get her head wrapped around that. And it kind of reminded me of, you know, like a Star Wars effect, you know, where like she couldn't, she was blinded by anger. She was giving into her hate. Like she couldn't see past that. She didn't give a fuck. Even if, even if she knew that what she wanted to do was the wrong thing, she still had to fucking go through with it because she couldn't let go of that hate and anger that she's lived with for her entire existence, you know, like, and, and I almost felt like, <clears throat> when her character was going through that fight with Loki and in trying to kill Kang the Conqueror as as we know it now, um, or he who remains, you know, you could see in her eyes when when she kissed him, which was a fucking crazy scene, by the way. I thought um, that was weird. It Just was him weird. kissing himself. I'm like, this is like the ultimate narcissist right here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was, just, like, it was weird. It was funny because when I watched that, you know, everyone says, you know, like, oh you know, this confirmed and that confirmed, you know, and all these shows, I was like, Oh, Loki incest confirmed. Like I said it out loud. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it felt like, like I was like, it, like my mom was in the room when I was watching the show and, and she's not watched any of it. And like, when that happened, I was like, Oh, this is uncomfortable. And she's like, what? And I'm like, he's kissing himself. She's like, oh, that's a female. And I was like, long story. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> I was like, this is weird. It's so not his like, step bro. Yeah, I was like, I'm happy, but I'm like uncomfortable at the same time. We're like, yeah, you got the girl, but like, it's you. Like, I don't know what to do with this. But when that happened, like, you can tell she was like, you know, I feel for you, but like, I'm not you. And I have to like be true to myself. And it was like this weird, you know, polarity where she knew what the right thing was to do, but she couldn't help herself. She's like, I have to do this because this is all I've lived for. And this is what I need to do to ease my mind, regardless, regardless if, if it's wrong or right. And I think that was such a strong arc to show that like, even though I like, I was pissed off about it. I'm like, bitch, just fucking calm down for a minute. Like he's trying to tell you to like, calm down and think for two fucking seconds. And she was like, Nope, even if you're right, I don't care. I have to kill him. So I could just let that go. And then whatever it is, I'll deal with it after. And it was just, it was an emotional roller coaster, Like just that whole fucking situation. You could almost see instant regret on her face too when she did it. That's like what I'm saying. the moment she like pulled the knife out or whatever, she just like on her face was like, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, well it's like in real life. I mean, when you go through with something like that and you're like, Man, was it really fucking worth it? I don't feel any better. Yep. You know? Yep. Sometimes then, the revenge you think you're getting isn't the best the best thing to do. No, and that's the thing what most people say, you know, when it, when you see in movies or in real life when someone's like, <clears> you know, like, look, you can go through with this, but it ain't going to bring the person you want back. It ain't going to give you salvation. It ain't going to do this. And someone's just so blinded by rage. They're like, I don't care. And then once they do it, they're like, oh, now I see it, but it's too late, you know? And, and that was the thing when she even said, and I knew this was the moment when she was realizing that it, it wasn't the right choice, but she still did it when she was like, are you not going to beg for your life? He's like, no, 
you know, and she still did it. And he was like, I'll see you soon. And he winked at her. And that's when she made that face. It's like, it didn't mean shit. Like nope. it didn't mean anything. It's about can... to be badass, dude. I just can't I get know. over it. <laughs> and that was the thing when, like, when when she does that, and you see everything branch off into just spider webs. I was like, like, obviously in my head, I'm excited, but like, you know, the the common sense in me, I was like, movie, 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 movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> like all these different movies. I was like, oh, we're gonna get this and this and this, and it just like opens up to just a pre- plethora of just like entertainment for me even though i know it's going to be hell for everybody else i don't know i just this episode when i talked to my father he was he was talking about it i was like you know what do you think about it because he watched it after i did and he was like you know i was excited to watch it but i felt a little disappointed but it was still good and i was i said why i was like was it because you saw when they revealed him as just a guy and obviously he didn't know anything about kang the conqueror and he goes, yeah, I just thought it was a guy and, you know, they did this and this and then whatever. But when I explained it to him, he was like, oh, like, oh, shit. And I was like, yeah, like, I didn't know so much prior, but when, like, you really dig into what they really fleshed out, it's like, holy fuck. Like, w- this show sets up, in my opinion, wholeheartedly, the, like, starting point of phase four, like, fucking crazy and that's why it was such a big moment yeah oh, i agree i'm not surprised i mean i knew that's what was gonna happen so yep and th- and that's what you called it out a couple episodes ago when you were talking about kang and i was like i don't know shit about him i'm not gonna look him up and then when this happened i was watching other people react to it and watch it and they're like oh it's kang and i was like oh, i guess he was fucking right i mean <laughs> <laughs> Like the minute they showed him, they're like, King. And I was like, I just saw a black dude in a purple fucking dress. I don't know what it was. He played that. He played his character fucking awesome, too. That was the other thing I want to talk about. Like, he was so interesting. Yeah. He stole the fucking show. Yeah. He was calmly terrifying. Oh, my God. Like, how, like, he was exciting, but like, you know, evil at the same time and how he just didn't care. And he was like, you know, you have one devil or you can have an infinite number of devils. Like I'm a necessary evil as opposed to, you know, multiple evils. And it was just this whole thing. And even when he said to Sylvie, when she was like, it mattered to me and he just screamed at her, he's like, grow up, like shut the fuck up. This is bigger than you. Like put your feelings aside, you dumb bitch. Like, there's a bigger picture here. <laughs> that's what he said. That's that's what it felt like. I mean, the fact that he jumped over the desk and was like, grow up, you know, like, shut up. You know, yeah. she's like, my feelings, my feelings. And he's like, there's a whole fucking universe. And you're just like me. And then she fucks the whole thing up, you know, and yep. it's like, he was right. You know, he knew yep. he was going to come back. Sounds familiar. Almost like the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Almost. It's just, it goes back, and and I think it, I love when writing in shows harken back to, you know, what I always love talking about, the emotion, emotion, feelings. You know, it's like, you may know what's right. You may know what you need to do. You may know what the right path is, but because you can't get past what you feel and what you care about, you will 
you will voluntarily fuck up everything for everybody else for your own personal fucking satisfaction to just put your own mind at ease, regardless of what happens. And I think that the fact that they were able to write this shit into this show was phenomenal because everything that they did for her up to this point was great. Everything they did to Loki up to this point was great. I mean, I, Kevin Feige, I can't give him enough credit for all of this. Who is that? He's a Disney exec that runs. He's like the Kathleen Kennedy for uh, Star Wars who fucks everything up. So so he's the total opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a guy, so. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't help but do the State Farm thing. (laughs) (laughs) What's her name? I mean, well, she's a guy. (laughs) It has nothing to do with, you know, she doesn't fuck shit up because she's a woman, but she is severely uneducated in Star Wars. So, yeah. Yeah. I've I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Feige knows what he's doing as far as like giving a shit about this fucking like everything that he's involved in with this. And it's just, oh my God. The thing is, Kevin Feige realizes where the real money is. You have to have comic book fans invested in the MCU to make it successful. You cannot have regular people. They're not passionate about it. No, you have to get the comic people in. And they've done that this far. A black widow. That might've missed the ball, but you know, I'll give him credit. I'll give him credit. Especially if he brings back Hugh Jackman. Because that's a rumor right now. That'd be dope. I and mean, they just like, introduced Deadpool to the MCU also, by the way. Oh, that, in that trailer thing? Yeah. So good. It was so good. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> it was so good. So brilliant. Ryan Reynolds, I, I applaud that motherfucker. Dude, the only fact- he could get away with doing that. Only him. <laughs> the fact that he was able to... It was like inception for what he did. Yeah. You know, it was like, I'm going to react to my own trailer from another fucking series within another fucking series. Yeah. It was like, it's <laughs> so layered. It was so yeah. good. Promoting a movie I did under Fox Studios while introducing myself to the MCU and Disney while making fun of reactors and making fun of shows on all these shows on Disney Plus. Like it was the most fucking goaded thing I've ever seen in my life. More, more goaded than Joey B. Yeah, dude. Joey B ain't yeah. got shit on this, dude. Dude, I'm gonna tell you right now, the minute that Ryan Reynolds is like full fledged in the MCU, he's gonna fucking take like the face of the MCU. There's there's a rumor that he's in the Doctor Strange film at some I, point. I, I kinda I kinda have this weird thing where I hope he just does cameos. Like, you know, how they always had like Stan Lee do something. Like in yeah. every show and movie, like it's just Deadpool. Like you cut to Deadpool <laughs> and he like looks like he's watching with us. He's and like does some sort of commentary. I think that would be great. It'd be hilarious for sure. Yeah. All I can say is, is that his humor is spot on. Like when he did that, that spot with Korg before he even started the video and he was like, I know you all like my Corella trailer last week. Yeah. And then he sit there with the dog and said, like, where the, where are the fucking dogs? <laughs> Have you seen this yet, Nick? Did you watch Not it? Not the, well, uh, yeah, that one I watched. Yeah. You watch it. Yeah. It's fucking great. That's, I think you sent it to me on Twitter. Yeah. Dude, that shit was trending number two on fucking YouTube and Twitter. Like it 
short ass video and he was killing it, <clears throat> killing it. Like I, he is, he's literally like the next best thing to the sarcastic Tony Stark that the MCU needs. Like he's fucking amazing. Way more likable too than that cuck Tony Stark. <laughs> you know what's sad? Me and Mason used to love Deadpool before he was mainstream and now everybody fucking loves the character. It's kind of annoying to be honest with you. I get but it. I do appreciate that the character is getting this light because this is the way Ryan Reynolds plays him is exactly how the character is in the comics. Talks shit about everybody, doesn't care, you know, like it's literally like Ryan Reynolds does like a perfect job imitating his character. He was born to be that man. Yeah. Well, there's comics where he Deadpool literally describes himself as an uglier Ryan Reynolds. And like, that's honestly, I think I've seen a thing where Ryan Reynolds said he read that comic and he was like, I need, this is the comic. This is a superhero I need to play. <laughs> and he, I mean, Dude, he went in perfect. on it and he's perfect for it. He's perfect. And, and he'll be great in the MCU when he's full fledged in the MCU. I'm going to be so excited. Like yeah. I, I want him to be making dick jokes against Thanos in a weird fucking multiverse timeline like that's what i want, <laughs> I want that. yeah can we switch names <laughs> yeah oh like when he says that i know we're getting off track here a little bit from loki but like when he says that line in deadpool 2 where he looks at the Supersonic guy who, what when he when he he's fighting the guy who voices thanos is the bad guy cable, cable in yeah. deadpool and he's like right. pumped to, he's like pumped to hate breaks thanos yeah you know? <laughs> It's so good. So That's good. the best part about Deadpool is he knows he's in a comic. So they do a great job of him knowing he's in a movie, like talking to the audience in the intros and stuff. And it's great. But, but what makes it amazing is he has full, he's always put full control into knowing that he's like, I want to, I know exactly what everyone loves and this is what we're going to do. Like he spent his own money to make sure that yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, Fox didn't even want to make that movie. The first one. And nope. He the made first a Deadpool? He made a short. Yeah, he made like <clears throat> a short little film of him playing the character. And it fucking exploded. Obviously. Leaked. And leaked. yeah, leaked. It got leaked. And Fox was like, all right, you can make a movie. But they gave him like a low budget. They wanted it to fail. And it just didn't. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I remember cool. when that first one came out, you told me, you're like, I know you're not really big into the comic books and stuff. Yeah. He's like, you'll, you'll enjoy this one. Yeah. It was hilarious. It was good. It's great. <laughs> that whole intro. My boyfriend said, this is a superhero movie. He just turned that guy into a fucking kebab. <laughs> <laughs> they released it on Valentine's day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's great, man. Oh, but yeah, I mean, obviously everyone listening and watching, you can see, like the fact that we're talking about this stuff is because of what happened in this episode. Like we are opening up so many goddamn doors to what's going to happen in phase four of the MC universe. It's going to be insane. Yeah. Like fucking insane. That's why I brought up bringing back Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Cause now you can do it. It literally would fit in with what's going on. You could do anything. And then you could have Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool in the same fucking scene it'd be the greatest thing in mcu history without being the wolverine origin movie yeah <laughs> because that was hey, does, yeah. doesn't he die in that or something who 
One of them, I don't. I only remember well, part of it from the one Deadpool movie yeah, or something he's in like, like that. An explo- they fuck up Deadpool so bad in that in that movie. There's the Wolverine. They don't even call Origin. him Deadpool. They call him Weapon X. Yeah, there's a there's a mm. Wolverine origin movie where they have Deadpool, which is the first time you see Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool without the costume, doing the sword shit, whatever. And then in the end of that movie, they like like medically like removed his mouth, gave him fucking eye beams, you know, from the fucking X Men guy and all like, all this shit. And it was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, oh, you you find a way to so-and-so find a way to shut you up. It's like you literally took away the mark with the mouth. Like that's his nickname. You took away the one thing that made him what he was and then made him give him extra powers. And it was like, what are you doing? And that's why in the Deadpool movie, in the after credits, you you see him going in the back of the timeline and doing all the bad things Ryan Reynolds ever did. And one of them was that Deadpool yeah. in that Wolverine Origins, and he fucking just shot him in the head. And he was like, sorry, just cleaning up the timelines. And he just fucking <laughs> keeps shooting him in the fucking head as he's on the ground. You know there's a deleted scene of that? Is there? Yeah. He chokes out baby Hitler. <laughs> they showed it. They showed it. Like, they showed it in a pre, like, a pre-showing. And... <laughs> The audience found it like super, like, like, cause it's literally they show a baby and then it says, <laughs> it says Hitler. A little mustache yeah, come too. Dude. <laughs> that would be hilarious. To to you. you can find, you can find it online, but it's fucking great. He just cracks his knuckle and he's like, maximum effort. <laughs> dude, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm going to look that up. The minute we're done recording this, I'm looking that fucking up. Yeah. That's, that's fucking great. But yes, that that is that is the optimism that we have because I mean, everything that we got going on is I mean it's it's full fucking balls to the wall at this point. Yeah. Everything that this show did from today is I mean I, I'm just fucking stoked. I mean I don't if there's to end this off. Is there a specific thing that you're looking most forward to? Obviously, we know we've got the new Spider-Man movie coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's got, it right there. <laughs> that's gonna be great. Yeah, is that okay? Because I was going to ask if you're more worried. I want to see William Defoe. I want to see Tobey Maguire. I, I want to see them all again. Well, obviously, I know you're excited about that, but I was going to ask if you're excited about that more or if you're excited about the Doctor Strange movie. One of those two, because those Spider-Man. are the two big ones coming up. Okay. I am yeah, excited def- for Doctor Strange, but I'm more excited. I want to see William Defoe's Green Goblin. I want to see Tobey Maguire. Be so great. Again. Yeah, it's I'm obviously more excited for Spider-Man. I don't even really know Doctor Strange at all, so don't care. It's Benedict Cumberbatch, dude. That's all I need. That's to know. all I know. That's all I know. And it's that's, Khan, that's dude. It. Not Kang. He's Khan, dude. Khan. Wasn't that in uh, Star Trek? Star wasn't Trek. It? Yep. That was a good. That was a good movie. You played that Khan. That was great. Listen, listen, Benedict Cumberbatch got in a car accident. <clears throat> Benedict hands, Cumberbatch. My hands, and then they were like, "Oh, focus your chi," and he was like, "I am a mystical being." <laughs> that's how he got his powers <laughs> in a car accident. <laughs> In a nutshell, I do, <laughs> I, I do, I do want to say, uh, I want to I ask you guys something about it has to do with Loki and the timeline and everything. Do you remember yeah. when, um, in I believe it's Endgame when they're going back in time and the Hulk goes back in time to ask, uh, um, the source, what the fuck's that bitch's name? The sorceress, the bald bitch that trains. What's yeah. her name? What are you talking about? And she she shows about. him the timeline, and the the infinity stones are like around them. And she's like, "This is what would happen if I give you this one." 
and like the timeline starts going crazy it's really crazy that they like foreshadowed that way back then and like that she had some knowledge of what was going on and how it was staying within itself and then it makes you think like when strange was the sorcerer supreme did he have knowledge of that because he learned all this stuff and read about all this stuff so when he goes back in time and he finds out that there's one way that they beat thanos is it one way that they beat thanos like over all those times or is it one way they do it without creating a nexus event where dr strange knew there's only one way we can do this without creating a nexus event and keeping the timeline within itself that's a crazy theory to think about i mean that is because i mean there's so many i mean the the fact that he went through so many different possibilities it's like you can't tell me that and going to your point you can't tell me there's a possibility multiple where like they could have succeeded but it would have caused right you know Maybe, maybe a nexus event and he was aware of that but there was one yeah. way they could do it without doing that yeah exactly because i mean you look at what uh you know kang the conqueror did when they were you know talking to him and he was like you know everything has to be a set way in order for this to not like fuck up it's he who he, remains dude okay he who remains he who remains said you know we have to do this so it not fucks up and and you know dr strange was like this is the only way where we can keep it fucking contained and still win yeah. So I I can see that that uh, that's a fucking good point, man. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I saw that on TikTok. I'm just I'm I did not come up with that myself. I'm just saying, there's still a fantastic. No, I know. Point. I just wanted to bring it up because I thought it, it was like great. It's the one of the few TikToks I've seen where I'm like, oh, this person has a great point. Because you that's know, people point. say some dumbass shit, dude. <laughs> dumbass shit. I saw somebody today. They were like, oh, watching Loki episode five. And you know, they do that. I noticed something like, no, you didn't. You're a fucking retard, dude. But anyways, um, <laughs> there was a fucking subway train there. So the guy shows, you know, when Toby Maguire is stopping the, the train like this and he's, and I'm like, what? Every fucking sub car looks like that. You jackass. <laughs> like I fucking I hate people, train. dude. I fucking hate it. The guy had like 80,000 views too. I was like, these people are stupid. Yep. But everyone's sharing it like, oh, bro, bro, Spider-Man, bro. <laughs> Back before they even were figuring out all this shit, they knew it. And it's yeah. like they weren't even like making this to even know what they were doing. So the fact that you're connecting this, like you're retarded. Yeah. Like these movies were self-contained at this point. Like you're a fucking moron. <laughs> Here's what it is, dude. I just had to get that off my chest. Sorry. Fucking clout chasers, dude. Look at me. Sounds you familiar. Know. I wanted to say something, but I was gonna I was gonna, you know, just let that one go. Hey, pump the hate breaks, Thanos. Uh well, is there anything else you guys wanna uh you know hit on with this episode or the finale, I should say, before we wrap this up? No, I mean I I pretty much fleshed out all my points. Hopefully season two is more than six episodes if they're gonna be this good. That's what I want to ask. When do you think season two is going to come out? Do you think it's going to come out after these first two big movies? Or do you yes. think it's going to come out in between? It'll. I think it'll come out. I don't know when Ant-Man's coming out. 2022. Right. But I don't know if it's the beginning of the year. It's got to be the end of the year. Yeah, I, I bet it be. comes out before Ant-Man. I bet you season two 
leads in directly to what happens in Ant-Man because Ant-Man is quantum mania. I think fully now I had that theory earlier that this is in the quantum realm. Yeah. Not the stupid theories that people saw it. Yeah. Fucking stupid shit. Yeah. But I do think it is taking place in the quantum realm. And I do think you'll get season two before you get Ant-Man and they will directly lead this into like, maybe they'll cook, they'll notice a spike or something going on in the quantum realm and that's what'll start all this shit. Okay. What about you, Nick? Do you agree or do you have a different opinion? I mean I He's got no I, idea not, what I just I'm said. not gonna <laughs> No, I know what you said, but I'm not gonna disagree or have a different opinion, dude. I'm I'm new to this whole Marvel universe stuff, so I'm just taking it as it goes. I got no expectation of when it's gonna come out or anything like that. That's it. I'll just let him do what he needs to do, dude. That's <laughs> I'm just here for the ride, dude. And I'm three enjoying Disney it. Plus good. shows and three for three, dude. Yeah, and honestly, like I know I said before, but there's no way I'm going back and watching WandaVision. I ain't wasting my time. This is too good. I'm good. And I was just looking at Falcon and Winter Soldier earlier, and I was like, as time's gone has gone on since I finished that series, I was like, it was kind of okay, honestly. I mean, Wanda, like, eh. WandaVision is still fun to watch. It's, <clears throat> it's not a waste. I mean, I understand that you don't want to be in a rush to it. I'm telling you there's no rush for it, but it's still a good series. Like, it's interesting and fun to watch, but it's not something that I would say is a necessary thing to move forward with what we're getting into. The first so, two episodes are a struggle to get through, though. I do. Yeah, they are. Well, that yeah, I'm not even going to bother. I do have a question, though, before we do uh, wrap this up, because I had one when it uh, was going on during the episode, because I don't know a lot of this stuff going on, but that dude, the... The he who remains, that animal or creature or whatever that he found that was created from all the, the multiverse mm-hmm. like fighting and all that, and Loki knew who it was Eliath. or whatever. What's his name? Eliath. Eliath. Now what is that what movie and stuff is that in? Is that in any movie or nope. do you only hear about it or something? No, is that it? Like Oh, it's just comic. He is, he is, that's another like hint towards Kang because he is in a comic. He's like Kang's I don't want to say guard dog, because that's so overused, but like pet yeah was it this was it the the cloud thing or whatever that she enchanted yes yeah that's him okay oh, okay him. he devours that's time that's why he said like he devours time and everything okay that's why even like like when you saw him the battleship that got sent there and the people got turned into like skeletons and shit and but then even the boat itself aged after he was through it like because he like just literally just devours time okay so yeah he's kind of like the etch a sketch of like what happens to when people go to the void once he passes through them it's like never happened you know he just <laughs> i got you yeah. it's, i was curious it's crazy too i did see that they there's some conspiracy theory i think it's on the east coast somewhere where a battleship was supposedly went missing and then it disappeared for a little bit and then it reappeared in real life. And supposedly that's the name they put on the ship to make it seem like this is where it went. It was like a little Easter egg I saw. And I was like, Jesus. It's a good catch by whoever fucking caught that. Jeez. That's crazy. People got too much fucking time in their hands. <laughs> it's conspiracy people, man. <laughs> that's crazy, though. Well, I think we can wrap it up. Uh, we pretty much touched on everything that we're going to touch on with this episode or this finale of this series. Uh, six episodes of Loki on Disney+. Plus. If you haven't watched um, all of them, please do. It's fucking fantastic.
It's going to set everything up that you need to know um, as far as phase four with Marvel coming up with these big movies that we're going to be see releasing here soon. Now that the world's getting back to normal, you know, with COVID kind of on the downcline, um, you know, movie theaters opening back up, you know, there's, there's going to be a lot of Marvel stuff coming out. So definitely check out Loki. If you want to check out Captain Marvel, if you want to check out WandaVision, those are good. I would say probably in the tier of things, WandaVision being on the bottom, Captain Marvel. Trash. Being, I mean, it's there. You it's know, not but there. You don't need to see it. Brie Larson's like it, a fucking bitch. Well, yeah. Or not Captain, okay, not Captain Marvel. Falcon and Winter Soldier. There you I'm go. I'm sorry. I just was going to keep talking shit about her until you realize what you said. <laughs> Thank you. Because I, I fucking hate it. It's been Brie a long Larson, week. Yeah. Yeah, it's always been a long week, but Falcon and Winter Soldier, I would say, you know, if, you, if you're if you not going to watch the whole series, at least, at least look online to see what happened with it, because you can get enough from that, but definitely follow up with the series on Loki, watch that shit, because it's going to set up everything that we're going to go into f- with Phase 4 and Marvel, um, and make sure you subscribe to this page so that we can always keep you up to date with our thoughts and opinions and our reactions on everything that we're going to go on with talking about this and our theories and, you know, obviously Cody's fucking insight with everything that he always calls out before me and Nick fucking even know anything about it. Um, you know, so you can always get that upper hand and uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook and Twitter and we greatly appreciate it. And we will see you fucking next time. Peace. Yeah.